To all those in between under the sound of my voice. Yes, even gospel who's crying in the back. And welcome back to the Sugar Service. Still black and ready to attack, it is I, Ian Isaiah, also known as Big Sugar, also known as your favorite Uncle on T, also known as the Soprano with the Adam's Apple, also known as Big Brother Friday, never looked so goddamn good. As most of you already know, this is a safe space where we share words of encouragement if you're feeling the blues. We like to share the news since the world never has a clue. And I hope somebody legendary pulls up because Sugar loves a good chit-chat chew. This week, we are blessed to have another living legend as a special guest. The genius behind many of your favorite reference photos, the true culture archive himself. The iconic Eric Johnson will be stopping by the sugar service. Now, this is something none of us want to miss. So make sure you pull up and let's do what's right to get our hearts, our soul, and our minds right. Because it is time for the word of the week. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Preach, preacher. Look on the other side. Look on the other side and grab somebody by the hand and say, neighbor, if I don't ever see you again, I just want you to know if God made you a promise, hold on to it. All right, y'all, let's slide into this word like most of y'all be sliding into each other's DMs. Today's word is far from simple. However, I'm going to phrase this with a question and a question only. Are you focused? To be focused is not the absence of distraction. It is the navigation that avoids it. There are so many distractions every day. I mean, every day we are distracted. Some even designed to pull you away from the very goal that you are passionate about pursuing. So here's my question again. Are you focused? This question isn't about your ideas. It's not about your dreams. It's not about your goals. The question is directed to your spirit. So I'll ask you again, are you focused? Take inventory of everything and anything that triggers anything negative that attempts to pull you away from your goals, including self-doubt, including that I can't do it attitude. I hope today's word refuels you, recenters you, and gets you together and reassures you that you will gain control of your goals and your dreams and your destiny. And one more thing before we close on this. Don't be afraid to ask yourself this question every day for the rest of your motherfucking life. Are you focused? Okay? Ashe. And that's on that. I hate to sound selfish, but that word was definitely for me, y'all. But yes, I'm ready to move on. Let's do it. It's time for the news. DJ, pump the beat. All 
All right, y'all. Soldier Boy was trending last Friday for, I mean, if you know why, then you know why. Hmm. Shout out to Soldier Boy. All right, y'all. Let's see what we have here. If you were excited when Lil Wayne put out Sorry for the Wait on streaming last week, I am reporting the news that she is too young for you. Yes, her. And we all see it. Okay, this is a sad one, but rest in peace to Ronnie Spector, who passed last week. Her legacy will live on in her music, of course, but it seems that there's a biopic already happening and in motion, and Zendaya will play Miss Spector. Hmm, not too sure about that one, but rest in peace, Queen. And last but not least, before I go, um, there's this image floating around of Medea and Netflix with um, a photo of Medea with a homecoming, but it says homegoing situation. I don't know if Medea is collaborating with Netflix in the near future, but Tyler Perry, I'm here for it, so make it happen. And now, the Neighborhood Hall of Fame, presenting local legends, icon, movers, and shakers of the motherfucking community. All right, y'all, this is the part of the show where we give honor to one of the movers and shakers of the community because to us, they are our version of what a superhero actually is. At least to me, that is. You heard? Today's local hero is the thousands of people who deliver for Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, Seamless, and any other food delivery services known to mankind today. Throughout this pandemic, I don't think we gave you guys enough credit because you guys deserve so much and so much more. In the snow, in the rain, on the worst days, and hopefully in less than 30 minutes, you have always stuck to the plan, did what you had to do, and got the fuck on. Most of us would not have made it this far without every single last one of y'all. So with that being said, to all of the delivery gods across the globe, you are our local hero of the week. Fly high, my guy. All right, y'all. Wow. I am so excited for today's episode's guest because, man, I've brought many legends to this show, but I finally have another icon sitting in front of me who is a living legend as well, alive and pumping and still working. Yes, a lot of you grannies are not working. This is an icon who continues to work because all he has to give is work. The iconic... Eric Johnson is in the book. How you doing? Hey, good to see you. Do you like my intro? Yeah, I've hot. been working well on like my intros for like really, you really can talk, guests. You know, you got wow. this. <laughs> I'm really bad at talking. That's the thing. Yeah. That's why I invite guests to like talk for me. <laughs> What's up, Eric? Chilling. Thanks for coming Chillin'. to the Sugar Service. Yeah, man. They gave me a show. I don't know why, <laughs> but they did it. Cool. And we are grateful. Cool. Yeah, no, no problem. But, it out here. Yeah, I mean, the real reason I really have this show, not because I talk a lot, but because I have friends that are geniuses. And I feel like all my friends are so great that people don't allow them to talk how great they are. And people don't allow them to like tell their story because Wikipedia and Google and all the white girls want to tell the story of the girls without actually letting the girls tell their story. So this little show is only for my friends to like really 
tell the world, like, hey, this is me, this is how, and this is why, basically. And I'm very specific about who I choose. Of That's course what, you are. <laughs> I mean, not because of that, even though what is that? That but is I, life. That's how life goes. <laughs> That's true. Life is very selective. But I'm really selective about these guests because they're all legends and they're all icons. So with that being said, how are you? And welcome to the Sugar Service again. I'm great. I'm great. Just had a little bike ride out here. Wow. And you live in the city, right? Yeah, I live in the city. I live downtown, though, you know? Your cardio game is real. I mean, he's sexy, y'all. I mean, he might be taken. I don't know if I should say that or not, but he is sexy, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between. But hey, Eric, what's up? Who is Eric Johnson? Because I can say who Eric Johnson is, but who do you think Eric Johnson is, being that it's you? I don't know, man. I, wow. You know, I just try and stay true to myself. Wow. You know and what I'm you saying? You have been for a very long time. A very long time, man. Um, so I hate labels. Let me just say that now. Okay. And I don't want this to be about me. It's really about you. But I hate labels. I hate saying the photographer Eric Johnson because you're not just a photographer. And I'm saying this not because of... Um, not because that I'm a fan, but because I also got a chance to work with you and because I just know, I know you and I know how you work. So I'm going to call you an artist Okay. <laughs> because I Fair. really think you're, you are an artist and a few of your entities involve photography and your mediums involve, you know, obviously visual presence, but you're more than just a photographer. You are an artist and like also a director, like. Did all of that start at once? Like, how did it all start? Well, um, it started photography at 16. Wow. I went to arts high school in Newark, School of Performing okay, Arts. Jersey in the building. So, you know, they gave us the so art kids photography in the junior year, and I was stuck. So I started taking pictures, because, you know, it's like artsy school. So I was taking pictures of the models at the fashion shows mm-hmm. and, and things like that, driving out to Asbury Park um, cool. to take photos of the cute girls. What what year is this, would you this say? Is, um, this is like, this is like 83, 84. Oh, my God. And, you know, the reason I'm asking, I mean, once again, I'm, I can be selfish sometimes, but the only reason I'm asking is because you said Newark. And you said the 80s. That means Whitney Houston is somewhere. She's somewhere. um, Wow. Redman, everybody. everybody, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so early 80s photography. um, Mid 80s. Okay, mid 80s. 80s, Yeah, Yeah, early, yeah. So the passion came immediately when came you started? Immediately. Wow. Came okay. immediately. I could show you photos. I took photos and everyone said I was good, but there's photos that I still, I will ultimately show. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing that. So then around like, I did that. And then I came over to the city, worked for a photographer who had a studio. So um, she would, she worked, Connie Hansen. I love her. So she had Shout a studio and we would, um, and she gave me the keys. So I would like, instead of going back to Newark all the time, I would go to clubs and meet kids and take and that I want to take photos and bring them to our studio so even before even though like a lot of people know like um my 90s stuff it's like I was shooting like ginger benders from pyramid club and things like that mm-hmm. in the um 80s before the 90s was I really mean, happening like that you know I mean, yeah so I was showing everyone my work and just getting a gig here and there and there and then it just happened to be that at the time when I was kind of like catching a stride blowing up so it was like Biggie and everyone so that's how I ended up with that crowd because we are all starting to be hot at the same time so you know but there was some sort of energy that pulled you to all these people because you're actually the common denominator of 
all of these cultures. That's the no, thing, no. girl. Like, you are a common denominator of a full reference, which is more than just photography. And it's like, and to be a common denominator as a photographer means that your silhouette is all over the place. And that's like a dream for any artist, mm. me, any singer, any any musician, any no, sure. visual artist is to like know that their silhouette is implanted all over the world. And like, we can go on for days about the names, which I'm going to get into a few of the names of like some amazing people that I'm also a fan of that you have shot throughout the years. But also, what drew them to you? You know what? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm really chill, for starters. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For and sure. I'm also very down. So people know I'm not a punk, and they just know that you could just, they could tell. I'm yeah, an yeah, OG, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? you are. So that's why I feel like game recognized games. So wow. anyone that's official... They fuck with me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So just in, no matter what culture in a way, mm-hmm. in a, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, those thugs, badass, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't play them. Mm-hmm. You can't do it with gay kids either, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The badass, so it's like every group For sure. is a badass. So sure. just the fact that I think they all fuck with me is very telling about my fairness Definitely. and my respectfulness. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I am only maybe two days younger than you. <laughs> and... um. I've been in the game for a while. (laughs) And um, in the fashion world and in, like, I guess, music media world these days and the days while I was growing up, it was very heavy on the talent coming in with the idea, the talent coming in with the concept, the talent really just hiring a photographer just because and coming in with the talent. Was it the same? Not that it's that now, because now there's a new relationship where the photographers are now directors. The photographers already have like an idea that they're reaching out to the talent for, or the photographers are only taking jobs that they want to work with specific talents or specific clients. Back in the day, as in like 90s, late 80s, was it the same vibe for like your clients or your talents? Like, did they have visions or were they more open to your visions? I'm sure you have visions on your own. It varies, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. I'd say like Lauren Hill, for example, she was very, she was very specific. She was very tight. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She had the title of the album, so we shot it in her school, Mm -hmm. Miseducation. And I mean, um, that changed, let me just say, that changed the game. I'm still trying to like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm still trying to get the right filter. You know what? I'm so funny for miseducation. Like I, you know, I started having exchange with Foxy Brown because we shot all the time back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, it's like we don't always know what everyone does. You know what I'm saying? So right. even though I shot her a couple of times, only when she hit me up on um, DMD and she was like, "Yo, you shot." Miss Education? I was like, yeah. She was like... And then the talking got the talking. She was like, yo, I could tell your humbleness by the way that you're responding to me, but yo, you deserve your roses, and that is like everything. And it's just like, so it's like, you know, it's like I did like a lot of things that are really important culturally, but I was like, I'm super low-key, you know what I'm saying? So I just like, I like the low-key style, but I'm still getting people that are like really impressed with... Things I did. People I've known for a yeah, long time, too. because things also came with it. It wasn't just the photo. It was seeing black people in a cool, cool as in, like, the tone. Like, mm-hmm. a cool tone way. Like, I still think of Faith Evans and Biggie in the back of that Cadillac when I'm getting dressed. I still... 
I still think of every Mary J. Blige photo that you've ever taken. Like, I think of these things. Well, well you know, the, the Biggie and Faith photo, that photo, that was more like me because the— rec- So I went George Pitts. Uh, he was awesome for all of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, you just get, like, you're lucky. You want to get in the magazine. Then you want to get a full page. Then you want to get a double. Then you want to get a feature. So you keep getting—so by the time it was time for me to do the cover— George was like, you know, people, you look really good. People are really into you. I always heard that people, my peers, everyone thought I was the the kid in that group. So basically, you are so humble. You are like, you are that dude. So Go basically, um, went to meet George Pitts at Vibe for the, and he was like, we want to do something iconic in the way that. They said iconic. Oh, yeah, he'd like even yeah, though they iconic. weren't really using words like iconic so much, but he was like, yeah, he was like at the Rolling Stone book of 100 greatest album covers type thing. You wow. know what I'm saying? So they were like, they wanted it to be that level, and I was like, I, so I was like, oh shit, you know what? They haven't really gone on, vac- on location. You know what I'm saying? Because all the covers were like studio. Mm-hmm. So um, I booked that car, which I think was the Cadillac, which I think was in like a Bronx tale, one of those movies, car rental place. Mm-hmm. And I drove around. I used to live in Brooklyn back in the 90s anyway. So I found a couple yeah. of locations that I like to shoot. And one of them had the city in the background, but it, they were all in Brooklyn. Mm. And um, so that's how that came up. They just kind of asked me what I wanted to do. And I just did some homework and came together. Oh. And, you know, it's like funny when that cover was out. I don't know. I'm so chill that it's like whenever I see it on a newsstand, something made me just feel so uncomfortable and I just like froze. And then it's like, it was almost like um, after the 30 days when the next cover was out, I just felt more at ease. I can't explain what, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not just seeing it, but you know, I mean, then, it's nostalgic for so many ways. Well, and, now it is, but I mean, back then, that's where I was like back then and comfortable seeing, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But so many kids are, um, you know, the kids decide, I feel like, you know, Clearly, there's something with me to generate with with youth in a sense that um, they're the ones who decide that they're feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, the internet comes in one day and you see the photos everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So back yeah. then it was like you'd see it on the magazine cover for like 30 days. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, and I'm like slow to getting on online and all that anyway. So by the time I was like finally ready to jump in, my photos were like everywhere, you know? I mean, so I was like, and, oh, like, fucked with them. Yeah, and I really think it's because now, I mean, God bless the internet, but the internet bought another solidification that you are that nigga also. Like, because, I mean, I found out about you from the internet after like trying to look at the fine print of stuff that I still got magazines from from my mom. You know what I'm saying? But like from the internet is when I finally got to look up who Eric Johnson was and got to look at it from a huge thumbnail scale of like what was going on. And I was like, it was a full silhouette. This was new for me. And for people that were like me that weren't photographers, but just appreciated photography, but appreciated everything else that was in that photo, I was still taking notes of everything in that photo. This is my first time seeing ice blue color on a chick with like this is my first time seeing huge like stiff leather coats on rappers like Mm -hmm. for me as a designer or even as a a singer those are my notes a designer look at your um photos and like i don't know if you've been into like many design houses but i have and your photos are up there yes i'm saying it out loud you have been snapshotted and printed out why because there's also certain things in that photo that you capture like your eye changed the game for more than just 
music industry more than just the girls, the culture. Like, the eye changed the game, even for the white girls, even for the designers who, like, has snapshotted and redid so many mm-hmm. um, new things and then hired the artists that had it on and, like, ooh, come back because we just made it over. Like, you're in that as yeah. well. Like, it's crazy. You know, when I saw Doja Cat, by the way, I have a oh photo God, to I show you. Doja Cat. So I love those photos. I showed her a bunch of photos. The photo of you, I have a picture of her looking at your photo like, what? But anyway, oh yeah, God, so, wow. um, yeah, I didn't drop that just for no reason. Well, yeah, but we were talking about, um, so, you know, people, so it's really cool that basically that people, that even now it's like kids, like the way that people have sent me, um, them redoing the picture Biggie and Faith like 25 years ago. It's like the people it's sending me the interview cover that was recently that they've done. And I was like, wow, it is, it is interesting that it's something that that clicks with people. That I, I don't like to take myself so serious or the situation so serious, but something about it clearly makes it st- still like not to just be working, but to do things that kids are like, oh, I've never seen that artist like that. I'm really into that. And that's really like, I want to just ride that out for as long as I can. And you know what? I'm also because I'm like a streetwise person. I kind of feel... Hold on, hold on. My dog is crying. You mm-hmm. know what? Let me pay a bill. We'll be right back. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. So, yeah, I showed her this photo of you. Oh, my God. And she wow. was just like, um, just watching her, re- her reaction. But it's I'm like I was saying, so it's much. kind of like um, still to just... This is how people still be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, look, that's like, she's like oh so into God, that photo of wow. you, you know? So just to be able to do something that still clicks with people, I'm really into it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I like to, to, you know. Hold on. For you guys that don't know, the photo that he's talking about is from our Garage Magazine cover shoot where I was channeling the legendary Lynn Whitfield mm-hmm. <laughs> and the legendary... Um, just all the legendaries, actually. But yeah. But you know what else, too? I think that because, like, you know, I'm a street, streetwise person, mm-hmm. and basically I really just pay attention. Um, I pay attention to a lot, even though I probably come off a lot, lot, lot more like, you know. My friends used to say I was blonde. I had my blonde roots issue. Cause I don't know. I guess somehow it seemed ditzy, but I always thought I was super smart. But anyway, because I could read the room, <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember these homies, you know, that were kind of like, you know, they were in trouble all the time, kids from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of my homies, he got tr- trouble for all the shit, got arrested. His brother, both of them, they used to be in jail all the time, but they were so dominant, they went to jail. They were just so, wow. they were, people the used to see me and be like, oh, who are, like, how do you guys even know each other? But wow. anyway, one of, the, one of the brothers, Michael, was just saying to me, oh, so he was going to, now that he was locked up, he knew I shot, like, celebrities and things like that. He was like, yo, send me photos, you know, to, like, send me photos, like, to the correctional facility type shit. You know what I'm saying? And wow, that's I was fire. Like, I, was, I was like, cool, but he was like, don't send me photos of artists in the studio. 
send me photos as if Pink was sitting on your sofa. Wow. And because he said that, and I was like, oh, shit, is that, like, mean that Damn. kids or people who are not really industry are not are bored with, like, a studio fake photos? And because of that, that put something in my head. And then wow. I did the photos with um, Erica Badu for The Fader. Mm-hmm. She was stripped 35, like, you know what I'm Mother. saying? And it's like people weren't really, like, but I, people weren't really... Uh, always shooting black artists quite so indie as that mm-hmm. style. So I got that from my homie in jail because that's what he said that he wow. wanted. And it's like, so because I'm like that, I just get things from really Was unconventional scenarios. Wow. Was that the same flow for Maxwell? No, but no, Maxwell is like, Maxwell is like, by the, I'd say for the bad album, maybe, but we shot like, we shot so many albums by then. So that was probably like, the, not bad now. What did I say bad? Now, now that was definitely a, a more casual approach to, but we always was kind of chilling, me and Maxwell. The, wow. Our whole approach to photography was always just like to catch a vibe, you know? You are a full archive. I really appreciate you. Yeah, like, I know. I like, this is, the world we don't deserve you like it's insane no, how true. much you know we lost so many icons but you are still pumping with like your bank is insane like i hope that i'm putting money into some sort of museum that's called eric johnson or some sort not even a gallery like some sort of museum oh yeah because- yeah we're gonna do all of that you know what it's like people kind of like are surprised they're just like are you even i had like a show like years ago and they're like you don't put, you're not putting out books and shows, but I was just kind of like one. By the time I come up with it, I want everyone to want it. And then in addition to that, I just felt like my story could be really original in the sense that I live it for so long. Yeah, that's and the then thing. like so you know for someone to be able to show you photos from the eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousands, tens, two thousand twenties, and have them all be like official. It's like I feel like that's my story is the kind of story that it's like I'm gonna because my life is so fun the way that I live it. So I don't really need the attention. So by the time it's time to start doing those things, which I'm starting to have conversation about that now, I think it's gonna be cooler than if I would just had like a maybe a book of hip hop or R and B and hip hop from the yeah. '90s or you know what I'm saying you were there through um, no, yeah, Midtown sure. and but we I were also, carrying then you know yeah definitely. and that was like a whole other story just even when you think about what we created and documented in upstairs Midtown and everybody who came through there it's like it's so many different stories to tell you yeah know? I mean it was completely new for me I, I mean I grew up in fashion with Shayna Hood by Air and it was always weird art cool white photographers and directors that were awesome and like geniuses like they all had names behind them held thrones and and like everything kings queens and photography and i never we never had that experience of like a cultured photographer who already knew and I mean, not to say that the ones that we worked with weren't amazing because they were, and they definitely had an eye of their own and understood the language that we were trying to portray. But it would have been cool if we didn't have to say a word sometimes because in fashion, honestly, in fashion and styling and all of that visual presence online takes about five to seven years before it rotates and does it again. So in my opinion, the past three decades owe you some money (laughs) because the way things are being referenced and archived more than once is literally your name behind it and like we could petition it which i want to go there and like petition about it but like i hope you know that like this world owe you some money 
Yeah, you know man. You know, luckily somehow I've been chilling. I'd be able to support my lifestyle for these mm-hmm. years without a machine behind me, without being a cornball. So I feel like, you know, I, I find my way, man. Wow, Seriously. It's the humility. I'm going to stay yeah. on your path. <laughs> like, that's where it's at. Okay, I have another question. Sure. You're a genius. <laughs> so, you know. The, I think I'm good at my job. <laughs> but you're a genius at this job. But because mm-hmm. of that, the world is going to keep going, which means there's going to be new kids. What is your plan for the new kids? Because if I wanted to be you, I would be annoying you so much. Like what you need, you want you want Starbucks, I will press this button. I will stand in the back and plug in this computer what you need. Like is there going to be a time? I'm sure there has been times when you open up for interns and stuff like that, but I'm thinking bigger than that because you're bigger. Like is there soon gonna be and i'm saying soon because i'm speaking it into existence yes hallelujah but do you see yourself teaching your skills on a like large scale you know what i mean i would have studio visits every year with the kids from young arts and they always just love coming by um you know and i get asked to do things like that i think that it's like, and I'm I'm cool with kids. I, I like it. But at the end of the day, I think I'm just like really immersed in my work more than like old school heads who will be a teacher. I'm still wow. fucking like out. I, like, I see you. And the, you know you what I'm are. saying? In the club, whatever. Not like are. living in a club. So I just right. don't really like, it's like I could stumble upon that. But like the discipline of being a teacher, I just feel like I want to work to the fucking end. You know what I'm saying? So I hear you. All that right, said, child. you know, you could still, that said, you, you could still pass along wisdom. I feel like for sure. a lot of people come through my space and things like that. So and kids hit me up to be interns all the time. But you know what I've been finding? Like, yo, hit me up kids. But it's like, I want to find kids maybe that are more like nerdy that's not so sweating the culture because I feel like mm. as soon as kids come to my like shoots everyone wants to shoot BTS and they want to mm-hmm. do things that will put them in a situation to have photos right, on right. my set and I yeah, just feel yeah. like yo there's so much and for starters like you know what I'm saying makes yourself youthful, use, useful but basically um, I like the idea but I'm definitely open to kids who just kind of really you know what I'm saying? Really want to learn to be great and not be all in my business. Wow, I feel you. Know you. What I'm all right, y'all. Y'all heard it here first. Photo nerds, <laughs> you have a chance. Everybody else, <laughs> do your homework. All right, one more thing before no, we go. Oh, one cool. more thing before we no. go because this has been great. I do this thing every week with everyone because everyone knows that I'm always carrying. But this week, I'm going to do it with you. I do what's called the carry of the week, where me and my guests discuss what we think is the carry of the week, and then we just say it. So what do you think is the carry of the week? It could be something that happened this week, personal. It could be something online that you saw or something in general that you think is carrying that needs to be said. Just what do you think is carrying? Oh my God, I should have been prepared for that. I'm so chill, money, my Are business. Are you shitting me? What am all, I thinking? This, all this culture running through your veins and you don't I'm have an um, immediate carry? Right. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Let's see. I don't know. I mean, listen, it's like obvious, but it's like, listen, the fact that everybody hits me up with COVID is like kind of like insane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh it's God, like literally like every single person. And I've been like, no, I'm hoping we could cope, but I've like, that's how much I see inside. I'm yeah. on my business. I'm yeah. like, I'm not like, so even though I like, I'm all vaxxed, I don't like, I'm not worried I'm going to die, but I just want to somehow avoid it. So I mind yeah. my business. I'm like, oh, I rode out here on the bike because I'm like, oh, this air, you know right. what I'm saying? But I don't, so the fact that every single person I talk to talk about something that is so close to you, I'm like, that's, 
COVID is caring. Yeah, it's, seriously. I mean, like, it's, especially even like now in particular. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody, like everybody I know, is like dealing with it somehow. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm like, wow, is it true that I don't like? Am I like going to be that person? Who's no, we are all of those like, people. You know like, trust me, I'm that person too. So yeah, Rona, once again, you are the carry of the <laughs> week. Like, you're not stopping, and neither are we. So. Corona, She's fierce. every variant, She's fierce. Omarcon, all mm. your tours, all your tickets, your easy. sold out tickets. Yo, take like, it yeah, easy, like, bro. Go to Antarctica with the rest of the like nonsense <laughs> that we don't know about. Yeah, Corona. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Eric. Thank you so much for stopping okay, by the cool. sugar service. I love you cool. so much. I love you too. All right, thanks. Later, baby. Okay. All right, my beautiful people, as we come to the close of another satisfying sugar service, it is my duty to give flowers where they are due because that's just what I do. The world is a loud place full of distraction. You could love something or someone with your full heart and never get a chance to say it because bills get in the way, your dogs start crying, or there's just so much traffic just trying to get to tomorrow. But just as sure as death and taxes, in this service, we are here to pay our respects to living legends. Every week here on the sugar service, we make time and space to honor a beloved figure while they are still alive and still on this earth to receive and collect every last flower they most certainly deserve. This week, we are honoring Nick Cannon. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between, I said, this week, we are honoring Nick Cannon. The rapper, the comedian, the TV host, the singer, the actor, the director, known as Nick Cannon. Watching him on the big screen since all that back in the 90s. Mm, I'm trying not to show my age, but watching him back in the 90s on all that, all those movies like Love Don't Cost a Thing with Christina Milian, and every drumline scene that we've all memorized, and so much more. Even Wildin' Out changed the game, y'all. Especially for a lot of fresh new comedic faces that we all see in the theaters. Today, yes, he put people on the map, and they are on the map and flourishing. And let's not forget the new daytime TV show. Hey, Nick, everybody say, hey, Nick. We can all say whatever we want, but the truth is that Nick Cannon is a legend who has and continues to pave the way for many of us and the future. And for that alone, Nick Cannon, you are the Roses recipient of this week. Carry the fuck on. such a good time today. Thanks for tuning in to The Sugar Service. Thanks to my special guest, the iconic Eric Johnson for stopping by. Never forget anything that I tell y'all. Please be determined and never defeated. I'm going to get my nails done because I need a filling. So I'll see y'all next week at the same time, at the same place. I might have a different hair, but I'll have the same face. Love you. Thank you all for joining us. If you like what you heard today, subscribe for more episodes of The Sugar Service, only on Spotify. Sugar Service is a Spotify original show produced in partnership with Barlow & Sons. Executive producers for Spotify are Gina Dalvik and Yasi Sala. Executive producer for Barlow & Sons is Alice Barlow. Creative production on this episode was done by Ian Isaiah, Jesse Miller-Gordon, and you know Halloween. And help from Barlow & Sons head of production, Stephanie Williams. This episode was recorded and edited by Frank Tapp. Our theme song was composed and performed by me, Ian Isaiah. Who else? Special thanks to David Gagliardi. Come back every Friday for a new episode of Sugar Service, only on Spotify.